0: Podcast.
1: co-hosted by ellen the stitches and hazel in the machine
0: join us for episode four where we talk about our best and worst things about sewing
1: so grab a, grab your favorite tipple let's have a little giggle yes! You're
0: right, babe. I a apparently. Oh, oh that's going well Beginning it's very
1: the it's the tipple and giggle and that's the
0: Babe, you came up with that, like, tagline, so you have to be able to say it. I
1: know, but I didn't think I'd ever have to say it again. I thought it was going to be, like, a social media use only. And now she's, like, a hundred
0: episodes later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I will change it. No, I won't. I won't. I won't. It's classic. But I think you need to say it one day.
0: I will. Next time, I'm happy to say it. You know how good my pronunciation is? Yeah, but I don't think anyone needs... Enunciation. Enunciation. But I don't jitter. think anyone
1: needs to hear me go,
0: welcome! <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Tipsy Sayers Podcast. Welcome, darlings. Um, okay, so that was the world's longest intro. and <laughs> um, That's fine. I will keep that in and I'm not going to record re-record it because I think everyone needs the honesty of the podcast and they need to hear you fail once in a while.
1: Oh, cheers. Me <laughs> fail, specifically. Right, Hazel, Any- you're the one failing
0: today. Anytime I fail, I'm like, edit that out, redo it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that
1: why you... She went around the whole party and she told people. Hazel went off some massive tangent about um, picturing the audience naked in the first episode. But you did! Yeah, but you also escalated that because you were like, oh, yeah, picture the audience naked! Yeah, okay,
0: fine. And also, she's talking about a party. It was a party that we went to a long time ago. A
1: long time ago. I feel like we've talked about it.
0: We talked about the party in the last time. Let's episode. move on. We anyway. Let's move on. So. Here we go, episode four. I How are we all like... doing today? I know, we're in the middle of January. It's a rubbish time usually, so we hope that this First podcast is going like, to lift some spirits. I'm assuming that we have some, I was about to say, I'm assuming we have some sewists listening to us. Who else is going to be listening to us? Obviously everyone's a sewist. I, mean, um, I was about to say my
1: mum does, but my mum is a sewist. also a sewist. Actually, to be
0: fair... My dad does. Okay, cool. He doesn't say. hello, daddy in the machine. That sounds awful! That sounds so... I can't meet your dad now. Mm. I've just sexualised that so much. That's horrendous. (laughs) When I was
1: in high school, I had a bunch of friends sleep over and one of my friends, and she never lived it down, stood at the bottom of the stairs and my dad carried a single mattress upstairs on his own she goes... You must be so strong.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. How old were you? At 14. Oh no, the poor hormones. I
1: think she just meant it super innocently. Like, oh, that's so nice of you to carry it upstairs. But we were all like... Oh no, that's cute though. I know, but then at 18 we're bringing it up
0: like... (laughs) Yeah, you fancy Hazel's dad. Um, So yeah, the the point I was making is, the sewists who were listening, which is everyone... I think that January is a great time for us because there's so many less social activities going on, a lot less responsibilities, like we're not having to go to lots of parties. And the weather is
1: just so bad. All you want to do is curl up in your little sewing nook and sew.
0: exactly. So I think January is like a prime time sewing month.
1: Also, you can start planning your spring-summer makes. Uh, I mean... I'm so overjumped by January. You
0: do that. I don't plan anything like past the weekend so if I'm sewing something it will be for like this week I'm not gonna plan to sew something for four months time
1: I do have you planned your birthday dress yet though
0: no absolutely not why I, no, it's weird. have not even thought about it no it's really weird by the way my birthday is in March just in case you're wondering mm-hmm. I'm an Aries um it's weird because I'm a meticulous planner for everything in my life like everything I'm so obsessed with planning my boyfriend I hates you it. Plan me. God, I plan all the time, like food, like going out, holidays, everything, I'll plan it months in advance. But my sewing is very off the hoof. Isn't it off the hook? No. I did this on my YouTube channel the other day. I said this phrase wrong. I think it's on the hoof. Off No. No, cuff. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Off the cuff.
1: Well, that's good though. You can relinquish control in some place.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I'll just, like, buy the fabric and then, like, on the day be like, oh, what could this be? And then I'll make it and then I'll just wear it the next day.
1: I have a sewing book with a list of all the fabrics <gasps> I bought. I want one of those. Can someone buy me one of those for oh, Christmas no mine's just a my birthday?
0: Or... It's my birthday.
1: She's staring at me like, it's my birthday.
0: I know, I actually really want one because I love lists. Lists are my dream. Lists are fantastic. But I'm really—I have a Trello board, which I know M. Yvette from Blossom Sandwich also uses this technique of, um, like, categorizing your fabrics and sewing patterns on an online, like, list board called a Trello board. Out? It is an app, but I use it at work. Mm -hmm. And you basically make all of these lists, but they're in different columns, and you can drag them like to do, doing, or done, and you drag them across. But I have lists for like all of my viscous fabrics. Yeah. So I have like a list of all my viscous, a list of all my cottons, and then I'll drag them into like, oh, currently making. And then if I've made them, they'll go into a separate list, and then they won't be on the board anymore. So I can't see it anymore. I don't know if that's making much sense. No, it um, is. It is. But I do prefer to have this all written down like i mm. love the book idea of like being able to like open my book and be like what fabrics do i have etc etc um you might think that you've stumbled upon the wrong episode that this episode is about how we organize, organize our, lives. our lives but that's not okay that could be a great episode organizing our fabric stuff i
1: feel like that would be a ve- <laughs> I feel like it'd be a very quick episode
0: though no! There's so many different ways to organise your fabric and organise your patterns and like decide on what, how you're going to make stuff. I can talk about it for so long.
1: I know, but I also feel like the only way to do it is the way I've done it because my way is always the right way.
0: No, what well, Hazel. i joking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're about seven minutes in and we've not even touched on the actual topic of the, <laughs> the episode. So no, take it away. It.
1: So today's episode is our best and worst things about sewing. Which
0: is, so I didn't mean to clap, but I clapped quietly, I
1: didn't go like this, I went like
0: this. Yeah but they, this is, a, we're in front of a microphone and we'll be able to pick up the claps that you're- You know what, all it does, clap. it just
1: announces what I'm saying and gives it importance because it's okay. really important. so Hazel's
0: clapping herself.
1: So, I'm just gonna hit it off with my mm,
0: Best? Or what worst? Is Are you gonna my... start with the best or the worst?
1: I feel like I want to start with the worst
0: Let's do it Let's like start that's with the risky worst. I no, feel like you gonna... should always
1: have good news first
0: No, we'll end on the good news Let's kick it off with our Right, I love this I'm very excited right now Okay what... I'm going to be the journalist And you're going to be the interviewee Okay I'm going to ask You're going to be the interviewer And I'm going to be the Yeah, I don't know why I started with journalist Um <laughs> <laughs> go for it, girl. Take it away. Oh god, guys. Me and Hazel, as you know, we record two episodes in one day. So We're already, like, half we've half champagne already drank half a bottle of champagne but from I'm the first episode. Um so oh, this is always such a terrible idea because the second episode is way more slurry than the first. But anyway, maybe we need to change our technique in future. Um <laughs> I we need to have a meal in
1: between the two episodes. That's a good idea. So got the mummers Oh pizza.
0: I love pizza. I
1: love balances.
0: Um, okay, so, so I'm gonna me. be the interviewer. Now, Hazel and the Machine, I have a question for you. <laughs> I'm taking this very seriously. So, Hazel from Hazel and the Machine, what is your worst, worst, worst thing about sewing?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, so. I hate fitting, I don't make twirls, I don't like to fit things, I will go off my measurements on the thing and I'll grade between sizes and hope for the best. And I know Lisa from Bobo Buns mm. will absolutely hate it because she spent a whole like two hours on a Zoom call teaching me how to do, do the a full bust adjustment, and I have done it once and not done it since. And I feel so bad because it's so it's such a valuable skill. I need that volume around my boobs, but I don't need it around my waist. But I just I just grade or I just go with my bust management and but then go, grading, why is it so big?
0: No, Hazel, you're giving yourself a hard time. Grading is fitting. Yeah, but it's not fitting because.
1: You're not you, just sticking
0: to one size. No, but then the the thing is, when I grade it
1: though, it then won't go either go over my head or it won't go around my hips. Like fitting to me just seems like the most painful thing in the world. Like people have made the Dawn jeans by Megan Nielsen. Yeah,
0: gorgeous. I've made
1: a pair. I love them, but I need to adjust the crotch curve. I need to shorten the um, what's it called, where it goes from like your fallopian tubes up to your waist.
0: Your fallopian tube. <laughs> that was
1: my polite way of saying a different word.
0: Your vagina.
1: Yeah, but I was just didn't want anyone to be offended by the word vagina. Oh
0: if anyone's offended by the word vagina then they Bore are off. in the wrong place.
1: <laughs> anyway, so I need to shorten that. What's it called? Anyway, That's I did your know.
0: crotch length.
1: Yeah, but okay, oh. Uh,
0: You're talking about your seat length and your crotch length.
1: Yeah, okay. I need to adjust both those and make them shorter. Yes. And then I need to adjust the waistband to have a curved waistband. And I need to grade out to a slightly bigger size around my hips but taper down to a slightly smaller size around the like my, my knees. I just
0: can't it. Are you saying you can't wear your Dawn jeans now?
1: I honestly... Well, actually, they fit better now than they did when I first made them because I think the fabric stretched, but also didn't make them out of a good fabric, which I don't think helps. But it's the whole process of fitting. I just... If something it's fits, tricky, though. Yes, first time, I'm happy. But if it doesn't, I just don't wear it.
0: I know it's really tricky because, obviously, if you spend a lot of time... Finding the fabric, finding the pattern, making it, you want it to fit well so you feel comfortable and confident in it. And that's why people like Lisa say, take your time, like really look at the, yeah, really do the twirl, look at the fit, make sure it's going to be like... And do all the
1: necessary adjustments before you actually cut it out.
0: But to be honest, I'm also anti-twirl. I know, it's really bad. I just... Hashtag lazy sewist. I know, we are... (laughs) we are lazy sewists and we shouldn't be because it's meant to be like a really like therapeutic long form hobby like sewing is not a a small hobby that you mm. can just like pick up and you've made something in the, in like 20 minutes like that's not usually the case like it is a longer process um, no, i know i know certain certain <laughs> projects are very quick like but a
1: coat or something yeah. we yeah
0: so i get that once you've made it if you then put it on and you're like mm, doesn't fit like that is a really yeah. that's not a good use of your time or a good use of the fabric so if there is something that I know is a risk mm. uh, like the Betty dress from Sew so Over It yeah, which is a very has to be super fitted and it's a very tight bodice I did make a twill. If I'm making a buffet dress I'm not going to make a twill. but then at the same time I have it easier than a lot of people because I don't have big boobs, so I don't need to do an FBA. Yeah. I do need to shorten things because I'm 5'2", but that always is just taking an inch or two off of a pattern. Like, it's not a tricky adjustment.
1: Mm-hmm. <gasps> I've just spilt that everywhere. Spillage is lickage.
0: Oh, for <laughs> Bloody hell. I've literally just spilt that. Anyway. Um, so, okay. Fitting, I get. It's not a fun process.
1: No, it's not. It's a necessary process. To be fair, I did make a toile of my Rose Café bustier dress.
0: Oh, same. I did as well. Same, same, same.
1: But I needed that to be snatched around my waist and then also have, like, somewhere for me to put my boobs. Somewhere for me to put my boobs.
0: Yeah, I get that. The Rose Café is probably one of those patterns that you... Anyone, no matter like how advanced a sewist you are, like you need to do a trial on yeah, that you because do. it has to. It's basically like making a bra. It is, and so you need to fit around the curve do of you your bust. you want to make a bra. Yeah, I do. I mean, we could talk another episode about underwear making because I've tried. I've made pants. I'm not good at it. I'm really, really bad at it.
1: I've made two pairs. I needed to make them a size down, but then the other ones I stupidly ala- um, overlocked the. Hems because I didn't like how it looked when I zigzagged attached the yeah. elastic. So I stupidly thought I'm gonna overlock the and top. Now they're, and they're th- too tight. Now that no, <laughs> now they're too just like flappy. Oh yeah, because I put, oh they've they lost are, their stretch. They've lost their stretch. They don't have any give and take. Okay, well
0: I do think we could do a whole episode on, but on underwear.
1: Period pants.
0: Have you made them period pants?
1: No, but they are comfy. That's my next. Like... My
0: next thing is to make actual period pants. I think if I gonna... bought the fabric. Do it. I, I bought the um like waterproof fabric to to line it with. Oh, does it need waterproof fabric? Water absorbent.
1: Oh, I, uh, yeah, you said waterproof.
0: Oh, sorry, I I meant <laughs> so I meant, just I put I put meant like light. no 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 no. I meant water absorbent. Okay. I bought that, so i I need to just I'm gonna give it a go. Do it. So let's do a whole episode on underwear because I think it's really fascinating. Okay, but I think maybe we maybe need to
1: set ourselves a challenge. Right now. No. For This episode, um, let us know in the comments below or just in general if you think this is a good idea. We make a bra,
0: right? And then
1: we record an episode so we can talk about all of the things we had to go with it. Yeah,
0: so for the underwear episode, we yeah. make sure that we've recorded, we've we've tried to make a bra. Can I make a bralette, or does it have to be like a fitted bra? I think
1: it has to be a bra because I can't get away with a bra. Yeah, so if, to... if, if I'm doing underwire and That's boning, and I have everything, underwire. you have to do it too. Okay. Tip for tap. Oh, tip.
0: Tip <laughs> for tip. Thank you very much. Um. Right. Can we move on? Thank you. So, your worst sewing thing it's is fitting. fitting. I would say What's I yours? have so many. Oh, I have a It's few. actually really bad. Like I love sewing, but there's so so many parts of sewing that I absolutely hate interfacing. Oh, interfacing can bore off. I mean. I don't even want to get started on it. That's just a chore that I just think you have to do.
1: I will cut out a project and the first step will say, interface all these oh pieces. Gosh. And I'll go... I can't be bothered. Mm, I've not interfaced things before.
0: No, but I panic. I do panic. And I'm like... Because I didn't interface something and it went it went dreadfully Fair. wrong.
1: I didn't interface his collar. I'm wearing a shirt, by the way, and I didn't interface it.
0: Oh, no, that's fine. Can't tell. No, but I think I didn't interface the, the buttons... The buttonholes, and then I tried to do the buttonholes, and it just didn't work.
1: I didn't on my Hughes dress, and now they pop open all the time.
0: Yeah, it's really bad. I
1: have walk around regularly with my bra out and
0: that. Good
1: thing I've got cute underwear.
0: Yeah, which you haven't made. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Um, So, I absolutely used to hate cutting fabric, okay? Now, I love it.
1: It's So, I used to
0: hate it because as a self-proclaimed lazy sewist and just lazy like impatient person in life I obviously read all the books that were like you must use lots and lots of pins, you must use fabric weights, blah 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 and so I just felt it so time consuming when all I wanted to do was actually sew now I'm just totally okay with the fact that I am a haphazard person in general in Mm -hmm. my life I'm chaotic and that reflects in my sewing and so i it doesn't reflect in your sewing no it does if you like in some parts i don't use any fabric weights or pins oh no nothing you don't use pins no <laughs> what do you do
1: i just cut
0: round. <laughs> so you just hold it and go snip 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 and majority of snip. the time i'll just hold it and snip round it it's really bad, and no, for any beginner service out there, I would encourage you not to get into this. Okay, occasionally I'll use like one pin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs> Why are you horrified? What do you do in your j- jersey, slippers, anything? So, you know, when I made that um, Freya Tilly and the Buttons lilac top last week, yep. I cut it out on the, my carpet floor without anything. That's why, when I say I'm a chaotic sewer, the inside of that, it's perfectly well constructed, but the inside is like jaggedy as anything. <laughs> do you have pins? Yeah, I have pins, but I just, I just want to get sewing. And I do love cutting now because I'm like, I get my um, fabric out, I lay all my pieces down, and then I'm just like, go for it with the scissors.
1: See, for me with cutting out, cutting fabric is, it's the whole Tetris.
0: Yeah, that's a fun part.
1: I love making sure I can get as much fabric out of the bottom as possible. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Mum and I regularly talk about it and go, why are we trying to save fabric? Because we have so many scraps
0: of like 30 centimeters. That you don't use?
1: Nothing. They are yeah, just but stacked. I would
0: rather that we, as I said before, like, I would rather that we use the tetris to make like rectangles of fabric left over at the end rather than just those like middle bits that like you don't really use no we
1: we have chunks always left over if it's
0: like a really fancy fabric
1: this fabric
0: i know but no one can see that because it's a podcast ah
1: i will (laughs) i will elaborate I will uh, share a post.
0: Yeah, she'll share a post. We well, we are we have taken a photo today.
1: Um I actually don't have an outfit photo though.
0: I'll take one of you. Thanks. Um so when it's like a really fancy fabric like I made Liberty dress the other day. Oh dear, of course I pinned it. Did you it. pin? Yeah. Bloody hell. Thank God you did. I know I because But you have to understand, like, and I know there's gonna be people that, like, annoyed at the fact that I don't pin, and I get it, but also it's my hobby. I'm allowed to do it however I like. I'm not annoyed that you don't pin. No, I know you're not, but I just, I know I'll get backlash, like. I'm just stressed that you mm. don't pin. Okay, I use some weights, Mm -hmm. sometimes. Do you
1: press the fabric before you...
0: No. (laughs) I don't iron at all.
1: Do you not press seams? What if you have to, like, understitch them or topstitch them?
0: I do not press before understitching.
1: <laughs> I feel like this
0: is a confessional.
1: I feel like we're very different sewists.
0: I know, I told you, I'm but chaotic.
1: I honestly, I thought I was casual and haphazard because my mum is. No, I find everything to a T. I don't follow the instructions half the time, but mum's like,
0: oh, so what what's the instructions. instructions
1: say? And no. I'm like, oh, we're meant to be putting the sleeve in. I yeah. just willy nilly throw the sleeve in anyhow.
0: I definitely follow the instructions. However, I, I it's really On other bad. Things, like, you're a I bit don't. Casual. I don't like admitting to people that I'm lazy and impatient. No, it's not lazy and impatient. It is. It works for you. But Everything goes. I think I am actually learning from this. So, actually, I will be honest. Like the, the the first year of sewing, like I kind of did cut corners. That's basically what it is. Cut corners because yeah. I like. I'm a fast sewist, but everyone's like, how are you so fast? Because I'm cutting corners. Whereas now, I'm learning, and that's an... I mean, we could go into, like, my whole life story. That is, like, a big thing in my life as well. I'm, like, a million miles an hour. But now I'm getting older, I'm trying to slow down a little bit more, and I'm not cutting as many corners. So when I have a three-hour sewing window, I now get the ironing board out and the iron at the beginning... So it's there, and I'll like more likely to do yeah. it. Whereas before, I'd get home from work, I'd go to my sewing machine, just like stop rushing stuff underneath the sewing machine without changing. Really I never it. change thread colors. I, you know, I don't. I never change no, thread colors. I don't change you said, my uh, overlocker. I don't change I my thread colors either.
1: That's something else
0: I've just found out. So, look, this is pink, and I just, I'm wearing a pink shirt. But it's I just, just thought white would be fine. so I just This is white.
1: purple, so I meticulously took a snippet to Hobbycraft and got cra- craft <laughs> to Hobbycraft and got a
0: color as close as possible. See, this is one hundred percent where we differ. Like, I just wouldn't do that.
1: I spent ages on Etsy looking for buttons, and this is the closest I could get.
0: So, as you can see, the pink shirt I'm wearing also has just like a random yellow button in the middle. Yeah, because... but it's cute. Yeah, but. It wasn't intentional. I just only could find two pink buttons in my stash and then found a yellow one and was like, oh, no one's going to care.
1: No, no. And it looks like a design view.
0: However, I did make a black t-shirt the other day and with white overlocker. And it does look stupid. And I do regret doing it. Because you can see it through it. It's really bad. I'm also can we just for the record I'm a cheapskate as well oh, so she is. if I'm gonna like save some money in, no, in
1: cheapskate you look after the pennies
0: I guess no, I did just buy yeah. a house so I haven't got any pennies to spend at all There you but go. if I'm gonna make a pink shirt and I know it would look okay with white thread
1: oh yeah but then you can make it into feature can't you
0: mm. yeah oh my god I feel like everyone's you still gonna have a lot hate of pattern, me though. Yeah, that's which true. makes
1: sense so you pick your, the colour you have if I have a if I have a patterned fabric which has multiple colours I'll pick the colour that looks the most innocuous in them oh
0: absolutely I mean but I do try
1: I think recently with my sewing I've migrated to more tonal things and like more wardrobe staples so I've got a lot more plain colours like blacks blues greens purples pinks like yeah. very plain and I think they either need to be a statement in themselves and like just a feature that I can wear with blacks black trousers mm-hmm. or i can tie in with other outfits but they need to be like a fundamental yeah or they're a pattern they're a statement and they're the focus so i think i think for me that's where my sewing's at at the moment is i'm like trying to sew wardrobe basics
0: yeah that makes sense please
1: don't look at my recent feed because it will feature some a lot of
0: green very bright colors no <laughs> yeah, but it looks cute but anyway that is probably my worst is going to be just like those things that take a long time like I do enjoy cutting fabric now but I never used to like but it
1: it's it's all like a precursor to the actual sewing which is the fun bit
0: yeah exactly like yeah. the sewing is the best bit it I is. actually sometimes think the research is the best bit
1: oh yeah the shopping
0: yeah I say research when we just said that I'm not a planner but in terms of like looking for the fabric
1: buying fabric and buying patterns is the best, is the best bit and no. the
0: putting on the final garment I think is yeah. the best bit
1: and also sometimes when you're out and about and someone goes, oh, love your shirt and you go, thanks, hair flick I made it
0: exactly, that is the best bit um,
1: it's the best bit there until someone goes oh, can I have one? you'll go, no. ah,
0: didn't hear
1: you, what did you say?
0: yeah, will you give me £500? yes please Um, another thing that I just haven't quite got my head around is bias tape.
1: I've only used it on about like two garments.
0: I feel like it's on a lot of like a lot of garments. Bias binding. Do you make your own binding?
1: No. But I make my mum's stocking every year. I bought her some little bias tape makers. A little set of them. I think I've used them a couple of times to be fair.
0: I I bought one and I can't figure out. Like it just doesn't work.
1: I used it to bias bind the tape of my Anthea blouse. Drink, guys. Everyone take a sip of whatever you're drinking because I think that is the Anthea blouse mentioned in every oh my God. single episode and we're on episode
0: four. If you mention Anthea or Wilder, you have to take a drink. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, so you've made the bias tape for your Anthea. Yeah,
1: to go around the neckline. And I use my bias tape maker.
0: And you enjoyed the putting on of the bias tape. No, that's the thing. I, don't, I enjoyed I don't the enjoy making though, like
1: the pulling it through and the pressing it. That was very
0: satisfying, but except for cutting, when it slips. like cutting up all those strips and attaching them all—it's so time Oh yeah, so but this was like consuming. one piece
1: about this long to go around the neckline. But to actually make a strip of bias oh, tape, no. it like, takes
0: so long. I'll buy it. I know, but I did buy some bias tape yesterday to put on my new throw, and it was tricky.
1: Yeah, I bias taped a few seams inside jackets and coats. It's difficult to get it right because it always, you think on the wrong, you press it in half, you slip it onto your thing, you pin it and you think, amazing, this seems going to be beautiful.
0: No way do you do it like that. Oh, that's how I do it. I'm lazy. No, that's the like incredibly tricky way of doing it. How else do you do it? So you, you you sew one side on first and then and you flip it over and you sew the second side on. See, I've just been shoving it off. <laughs> no, sewing. no, no. So you'd you'd go right sides together, and then you on like the back side. So you'd sew one side of the bias tape onto the back. Yeah. Then you fold it, go onto the front, and sew the other side on. I thought. So that's that makes you more sense.
1: I oh, see. That makes more sense than what I've been doing. So if here's my fabric, I, and here's my piece of bias tape. No, one I can fold- see. You. <laughs> Um, so you know, the edge of your fabric. you have your bias tape, you fold it in half and you press it. Yeah. And then you literally just along the edge of your fabric, you just go Slip like this. Slip it on,
0: yeah. No, I, th- I <laughs> don't think you're supposed to it. do that. That's why but it also, always falls. also, what out. I'm getting really confused at is lots of people sew bias tape on and it's invisible. Like, it's on the back, you can't see it on the front.
1: Yeah. You know the rear coat, the Five Mood rear coat yeah. that I've made a couple of times, and you're going to make soon, aren't you? Yeah. That has invisible bias tape.
0: Where, how on earth are you sewing that mm.
1: on? So you sew it. So here's the right side of your fabric. You sew it along your seam. Yeah. Open. Yeah. You fold underneath and it takes oh. that whole seam and then you sew it on top.
0: So you can see the stitch line from the front though? Yeah.
1: Yes, it's like a nice decorative feature.
0: Oh! It looks cool. Why have I never done that? I don't know. I've always thought it's, you it's had on, to show your bias tape.
1: It's on the Anthea blouse. Like that.
0: I use, um... Uh, just like fabric cuff binding.
1: Yeah, but it, you sew it on and then you fold it underneath and you press it. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Show me your anthropolats in a minute.
0: Okay, <sighs> anyway, so we've talked fitting, we've talked bias tape, we've talked cutting, we've talked pressing. Now, let's talk your favourite sewing thing or technique or just aspect of the sewing life. I really,
1: really, really love sewing buttons.
0: Oh my gosh, controversial. What do you mean? No, because we've already spoken about the fact that you hate sewing hand hand sewing buttons. No we haven't. Yes, you we hate have.
1: sewing hand sewing. No, buttons. in the
0: first episode you said that all your hand sewing, you hated hand sewing no, and all your buttons. You said
1: off. that and I said, "Oh yeah, some of mine do." Oh. But the actual process of sitting down.
0: Oh. And sewing
1: my buttons on, I will be sat downstairs and I feel like it's nice though because I can do something crafty and sewing-y and be sat with my family and watching a film. And I'd be sat sewing my buttons on, and i am be like, this is so nice. This oh yeah, no,
0: I get that. That's yeah. why I do embroidery. Like, Yeah, that's one I of my favourite
1: things, is like to sit and do all the finishing, like hand sewing facings down with an invisible oh, stitch.
0: no, I don't enjoy that.
1: Oh, I love doing it. It but makes such a difference. It's time consuming, but it makes such a difference.
0: Because I always... Catch the front, you can like. I'm I need to get better. That's because I'm out of practice, like, I'm not practiced in it because yeah. I've only done it a couple of times, and there's just that one stitch that you can see from the outside when I'm mm. hand sewing. Um, oh, yeah, there's no, one. I, I felt I can't believe you said that because obviously I hate hand sewing, but it's weird. I hate hand sewing, but I really love embroidery. So mm. that doesn't make much sense. Um, but in terms of things that I love to do when I'm sewing, I don't even know. I feel like you're not advocating this this hobby that... No, this is so weird. I know, I'm trying to think... I am of. trying to think of my favourite thing. To
1: be honest, I think for most people, the actual sewing of a garment is fun. It's, it's,
0: it's the construction soothing,
1: And the construction is fun. And, you know, it just... It's interesting. You learn new skills. And sometimes it's very therapeutic if it's something you've done multiple times. But I think for probably most sewists, it is literally just the finding the pattern and the finding the fabric. What do you reckon? I think so.
0: I think I love sewing new patterns. I love the challenge. I love the reading the instructions and being like, what on earth is going on? And trying to figure it out.
1: See, I will gleefully buy a pattern and go, yeah. I'll send it to the printer, fabuloso.
0: Yeah, I have a great printer.
1: Advocate for fabuloso, and I will have my get my fabric ready, and I'll be like, yeah, this is fantastic. Let's go, and I will look at the instructions, and I'll go too advanced. No, no. and then you won't make it. Well, I will make it eventually, but I'll need like a time frame. I have a plan to make a coat in this royal blue co- royal blue cobalt wool from Rainbow Fabrics, and I'm going to make the Bella Loves Patterns Traveller Coat.
0: Yeah, I need to check it out.
1: Um, And I have my lining, and I have my buttons. I have everything ready to go, but I'm just looking at it going... Oh, no. so complicated. You're...
0: No, just push yourself. You'll do it. Easily. I think I need
1: to just push myself and
0: have I it as think... a project. I think, if you were to... Because it's so weird that I can't just mention immediately what I love. I think it is the whole... It's a weird one for me. I think it's the whole routine of like going to my sewing machine when I was living with other people, putting my headphones on, whereas now I'll just like put my speaker on, put London Grammar on, which is like very therapeutic, not really much... Like mm-hmm. vocals and singing, but it's just like the mood of the music. If you haven't heard London Grammar's new album called America, that's what I listen to when I sew. Like every day, I'll listen to that album because it just like zones me out. I'm not getting in my own head. I'm just like feeding fabric into the machine. I've got my cup of coffee or my glass of wine, and I'm just like in my own zone. And I think that whole vibe is what I need because I'm a very, as I've spoken about loads, of en- like a very anxious, a thousand miles a minute person. So you need zen. So I do need that like calming moment.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. I either watch Netflix or I listen to Doja Cat.
0: What's Doja Cat? <gasps> I'm not very good with popular music. Apart from London Grammar, I'll be listening to Dear Evan Hansen. So it's either musical theatre or London Grammar very pop. Oh my, no! Oh, I love it. But yeah, I do also watch Netflix. i am watching Married yeah. at First Sight at the moment. Married at First Sight Australia? No. Yeah, no. that's what I'm watching when I'm, I'm saying. I'm about
1: to re-watch Sabrina. The new one? Yeah. I couldn't get into it. <gasps> love it. I watched it. I watched most of the first season hungover in bed one day in Copenhagen. With really? my best
0: friend, yeah. Oh no, I couldn't get into it. It was so good. Maybe I'll try it again. I was heavily invested. Oh, that sounds good. So... I feel like that is it. I feel like we have been waffling for a while. I mean, not that long.
1: Not that long. But I think we've definitely touched upon everything that is our least favourite and favourite things about sewing. Yeah. And I think we'd be very interested. Sorry, can I just really quickly
0: say, hems, what do you think? Can you actually remember how horrific it is to, like, hem a circle skirt? Have you never done it?
1: No.
0: Oh, so much fabric so much i've never hemmed a circle skirt however i
1: did make a skirt with loads of tears like it had three tiers, and they were all circles and hemming and i made it out of a satin fabric
0: oh my god this sounds and so awful.
1: it looks gorgeous mm. have i ever worn it no has oh. the entire i wore i no, that's a lie i wore it once to a photo shoot i did for university during lockdown we did a bridgerton themed photo shoot i saw Greenwich. it i saw yes. it it looks great the pictures look incredible Wore it once to that. Got it home, and when the entire inside has like frayed and fallen apart, like <gasps> all the overlocking popped off because the fabric is so slippery. You didn't
0: French seam it.
1: Didn't French seam it. Didn't think I needed to. It's a shame. And the whole thing inside is just frayed, and I'm just saving it because I, it's got elasticated waist. But I'm just saving it because I feel like it's going to be a great costume or something.
0: Yeah. And you hemmed it though.
1: Yeah, but I hemmed each individual tier. That's and what I mean. Took that's
0: an long. If you're ball in the leg. mindset to like just do some continuous boring mm. sewing, then great. Hemming a big skirt is is the right thing for you.
1: Sometimes though, hemming is very much like
0: oh, final stretch. Let's go. And that's when I get frustrated because it takes so much longer than you think. Because well, yeah. I want to put it on, but I like, like making sure they're like meticulous. Oh, here's another thing you're gonna hate about me. I just um I measure them. I don't press my hem either. I just do it I turn it as I go. Because I don't think that I'm that good at <laughs> the science the silence. I oh. don't think I'm that good at ironer to be able to press it correctly. So I just put it in have my- Have you got a sewing gauge? No. Mm,
1: there's a few different things, right? So I have this little thing that's it's kind of it's basically a square shape, it's got lots of different things. And it has different lengths coming out of it, like five eighths of an inch, one eighth of an inch, an inch or two inches. And it's honestly the most useful thing. And generally rule of thumb, I will press my overlocking underneath and then I'll use the five eighths, which is basically a centimeter to press it up. So it's a two centimeter hem. Oh my god, I actually,
0: you know what, that does sound like something I would want.
1: It's so easy, because you go, you do the side seam, side seam, quarter seam, quarter seam, so like halfway between the side seams, and then you just go around and basically everything just falls into place, and you just have to check it and pin it. I feel like
0: everyone's going to be like, oh god, why is she actually sewing? Because she hates the majority of it. It's not true. I think that, uh, uh, listeners... You have to remember that I've been sewing for a year and a half, where I've lived with multiple people, it's and my sewing when you live with people, space yeah. has been in the communal room. So it has been in the living room in, in most of the places that I've lived in. And so to get like the ironing board out and the iron and have my overlocker on and my sewing machine and everything out mm. and do it in an evening when people are watching TV in the same room, it, you is, can't do it is and it takes up a lot of space. And so I have had to kind of and I'm not making excuses like. I actually don't mind ironing, to an extent, but I just haven't done it because it would take up so much room. Yeah. But actually, now I'm in my own space, I think that like something like that sounds very therapeutic.
1: It is. It's very therapeutic and it's nice. I, I understand what you mean, because before Mum and I decided the spare room was better suited as a sewing room,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I live with my parents still. Not for long, but I still do. We would use our dining room table... We'd have to get the sewing machine out and the overlocker. And then we'd take over the entire kitchen. And it just wasn't very social. And no. you, you couldn't do you feel just... feel a bit go. like,
0: oh, you have to be really done really quickly because yeah. someone wants to use this. But
1: also, you couldn't just go, right, I've got half an hour. Oh, yeah. I'm going to that, set that sleeve in. Or I'm going to sew the cuffs onto that jumper. You couldn't do those little jobs. You had to be like, I've got an afternoon.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Whereas it's nice to actually have a dedicated sewing space.
0: Or just put your sewing machine in your bedroom. Like, I should have mm. done that, really, but... It was just like, it took up so much space. And, yeah. It's know. all
1: the stuff. You think a sewing machine is a small thing, oh but God, it just takes so up thing. so much space. But anyway. I really feel like we need to stop rambling. I'm getting yes.
0: angry. Oh yeah, me too. Um, So, thank you so much for listening again. Episode five, Hazel. <gasps> this is her favourite episode. I
1: can't wait and I'm already so excited for all the research I have to do.
0: Okay, so tell the world what episode five is. So
1: episode five is fashion trends and the corresponding patterns, or and the hacks for those trends. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Finally so nailed gonna, it. We're going
0: to help <laughs> you, hopefully, create and live your best life wearing these new fashion trends using patterns that are out there.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be great fun. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, spring summer trends.
0: Yeah, because obviously this is gonna be Well, a this will be February. February episode. It'll be our
1: first episode in February. And if you're like me,
0: as we've ascertained yes. you plan. Exactly. So these are gonna be some gorgeous spring fashion trends. And we hope you love this episode and let us know. Email us on the tipsy at gmail.com if you have any thoughts, feedback, or ideas for future episodes, or contact us on Instagram at the
1: Thank you so much for listening to us today.
0: Bye. Bye.